focused on destination? Oof, uh, definitely block. I don't like that idea. It, it might hurt. See life as a journey. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I don't like that idea of just destination thinking. This ends justifying mean attitude doesn't work for me. Yeah. Moving yeah. forward. Unblock. Unblock? Yes. Experiencing feelings. <laughs> Unblock. Yeah, I know why you're laughing, but we're not going to tell everybody I mean, why. I mean, it's, it's definitely blocked, but it's definitely blocked right now, but unblock. Yes, because the opposite is what you do. Thank you. Uh, yes. That's enough for the audience. Welcome to Slow Wisdom, a podcast where insight meets entertainment. We're your hosts, Lois and Latifa. Yes to entertainment, Louis. Yes to insights. But I'm here for the chit chat. I'm here for the laughter, a bit of sarcasm, and a lot of things in between. But we would like to invite you to enjoy some slow wisdom as we cultivate and emphasize on empathy amongst all of us from different backgrounds, generations, and perspectives. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another set. FIFA, how are you doing today? It's one of those days, the weather matches how I feel today. Right. And, yes. Uh, how do you feel? I feel a lot of things, but right. I am really excited. I hope that I sound excited. I hope our people, our personal persons, our people, our audience will enjoy this episode just like all the others, despite <laughs> how I actually feel, you know? So, you know, yeah, it's going to no, be an interesting one. No, that's fine. That's good. I guess maybe this could actually lead into what we're going to be talking about today, actually, the issue of mixed feelings. And maybe, I don't know if you want to explore where you're at right now, but in life, right, there's a lot of things that can happen to people. Either somebody might do something to you or a certain situation might be causing you to feel a certain way more constantly than not. So we're going to have a segment today that is actually going to be called Block and Block. That's the name of the segment. We'll call this segment Block and Block because I'm going to explain and then we'll see if we can actually go in. Oh, Tifo, do you know what Block and Block is or do you not? And do you want me to go into it first before we anything? From just saying block and block, I was I was just smiling because basically, you know that song, Cut It, and you have to just cut out all the unnecessary stuff. Yes. And then just, yes. you know, keep everything that is healthy. I'm getting that vibe. I wonder if I'm uh, right. right. You just right, block right. I mean, and unblock. That is where we were going. Like, you could use this in the most literal terms whereby... A lot of people have WhatsApp. I don't know if it's everyone. Actually, maybe it's just not just WhatsApp. Many apps that involve conversation these days, you could actually block certain people and unblock certain people depending on how they make you feel, who do you leave and who do you cut out. Uh, so I guess it does go with that song that you were talking about. You know, cut it, cut it, cut it. <laughs> so... We're going to do that today, and we're going to see where we're going to end up in terms of learning about some things 
people and situations that you might need to keep or let go of for you to uh, have a healthier, say, for example, lifestyle. You know what I mean? Like you, you might need your mental state to be healthy. You need your emotions to be healthy. And therefore, there are some things that you keep and then some things you let go. All right. So we can start from there. I'm going to go with an example. Yeah. Just before the example, I'm just saying we're just trying to figure our way towards that sort of balance on the what works and what does not work, you know? Yes. All in the endeavor to keep our sanity. Thank you very much. All right. All right. So here's one thing. As of late, I think maybe starting last year and this year, I've had a few issues with my uh, with my diet, I would say. This is on the most literal part of like cutting things out versus not cutting things out. I've come to realize more and more nowadays there are certain foods that actually give me a heartburn and you know, acid reflux, right? So that's one thing, right? So you, you only figure these out the more you kind of consume a certain type of food, more and more you feel like, oh, these things actually do give me this kind of reaction. And all of these things towards the beginning of this year, they put me in a very bad place. And then I ended up having like a stomach burn, like excess stomach acid. And then I was in hospital for, I think I went into the emergency room about three times in three different occasions, only because I was in so much pain. So, yeah. and the doctor, my doctor just cut, just told me, look, there's some things that you need to leave out of your diet. So just cut them out and you'll feel better. And then they gave me some medication and therefore those things then in my diet sense, I need to block out certain kinds of food. So like foods with a lot of spices, chili and everything like that, or, or a lot of acidic foods, those need to be cut out for my life. That's part one. And I'm, I'm just talking about food in this part, but this could involve a lot of other things, right? So Tifa, do you have something for us that um, you could share from your part? with regards to uh, what you might need to continue doing or blocking from your life, say? I guess before I move on to my example, I can empathize on the types of food part because I myself dealt with that as well. So I know what that's like, but it also makes me kind of wonder. Eventually, these things give us these reactions that are not favorable to our health. But then we go to school and we're told all these benefits of different types of food. Mm -hmm. So is the goal to stop them or block them altogether because of the effects, which is a Mm -hmm. long-term effect, by the way, or do we find Mm -hmm. a sort of balance in order to still reap the benefits of them? And (laughs) why why, why can't we have it both ways? Wait, wait, wait. Why can't we have it both ways? And... I'm asking this and I'm saying this is because they are types of food that when I was extremely, I was a regular when it came to dealing with my ulcer and it got to a point, the doctors didn't even know what I had, but, and then the whole, you know, proper diet, change your diet, don't eat this, don't eat that. But I did find a solution eventually, and I can eat some of the food that I stopped eating. Right. But unfortunately I've, I've grown out of, oranges for some reason 
Yeah. That's just my um, personal choice, honestly <laughs> speaking. I don't even know. I just use it as an excuse, but it is not like like in the long term, it's not good for me. But what I'm saying is there was a way mm. around it and I can limit the amount of the types of food I was told not to eat. I can limit yeah, it, yeah. but I haven't completely gotten rid of it. So like it's a question of do you completely block it off or do you find a way to minimize? Anyway, that's just a question adding on to what your experience, no, etc. I'm, I'm going to answer that and then you can continue on your side because it, this is an interesting thing. I think it's mostly because I say interesting because it depends on the type of person you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if the effects that you got from said food was probably more on the traumatizing side, right? You'd be like, mm, I don't know if I want to do this again. I don't know if I want to go through this again. Mm. But if you're the type of person who's like, look, uh, the doctor said I could come in and then reintroduce these things back into my diet. Sorry. Depending on the type of person you are, you think about it, there's some people who are very risk averse. Something would happen to someone once and then they'll be like, no, you know what? I don't want to experience this ever again. Let me find out what kinds of food that I'm not supposed to be eating and I'm just going to cut those out. And there are other people who will be like, look, as, as long as I do some things in moderation, then I don't have to cut everything out completely. That's where I was going to go with that. But yeah, no, you go ahead. What were you going to say on your side? Yeah, so from my side, I wanted us to take a look at the point of view where you are trying to block people or right. you feel like... there. You see, there are certain situations like... In reality, I don't know if it was, we were more tolerant back in the day. Like we're trying to soldier through, we give people a lot of chances or tolerant and more patient. I'm not sure what happened in the middle there. We can blame it on technology. We can blame it on how crazy social media is. We can blame it on just being fed up, Mm -hmm. but we're just, less tolerant right now or less patient or we just or we definitely value the importance of protecting our mental space Mm. we are more let's see our eyes are more opened to seeing where something is just not working out but i feel like of course i'm going to circle back to that like sometimes it's not that sometimes our judgment is just distorted and we're not making the right decisions or we make decisions coming from a space that's not balanced. It's very easy to make decisions if you're feeling something immediately and you're like, you know, what? I'm going to block this person. I don't need this. Right. That's not making sound decisions all the time. Sometimes mm-hmm. it is the right call, but sometimes it is not. So for example, you're coming from a toxic relationship Mm-hmm. Or you feel like a certain type of relationship based it, be it on friendship or a work relationship is toxic and it's causing some sort of mental, it's a form of some sort of mental abuse, honestly. And that's a real thing. And it, I would say it's just as detrimental as physical abuse. Yeah. <laughs> this Probably type not. of people, exactly mm-hmm. the type of people that put you in this position where you're mental, you're experiencing 
some sort of abuse, some sort of harassment, some sort of in, like anything ugly that will cause you to be not in the right space. Right. These people need to be blocked. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like they need to just be blocked and not be unblocked. Let me tell you, I have a live example of somebody who actually, do you know how you do an annual audit for a company mm-hmm. and everything? And you're like, what's working? What's not working? This person has an annual list of people she blocks mm-hmm. throughout the year. <laughs> and they undergo a performance review at the like towards Christmas. You know, Christmas is a time of giving, right? And they towards one. yeah, exactly. Like so, towards Christmas, they they check. Hmm, how do I feel about this? Do I feel this way in December as I felt in January? And then they wait on December thirty first, and they review the list and make a final decision. Do they move from that block list or not? <laughs> it is important. Let me tell you. Okay, here is the thing. I'm all for people to because you said like either it could be like a matter of either tolerance. Yeah. You could blame it on a lot of things. And you also said that it could be because nowadays people value more the mental state. I mean, it could be any or either of the things that you mentioned before, right? I just think if you check the current temperature of the world at the moment, mm-hmm. especially with how people, it is definitely people tolerate uh, less uh, when, mm-hmm. when they are being either mistreated yeah. or they are yeah. being abused emotionally or they are, it could be physical, emotional abuse, but people are definitely less tolerant in that area. Now, sometimes people could use that as a, probably an over-justification, I would say. In what um, sense? A, so I overheard a conversation today, actually. So people of two different generations, right? They mm-hmm. were speaking. You have an older lady. Yes. A, a younger yeah. and a younger yes. lady. Yes. And um, yeah. they were talking about relationships. Yes. Exactly this exact same scenario. This is, and, and old- yeah, before you continue, this is, I'm telling you, this conversation is a representation of that sort of, disparity between generations especially when it comes to this tourist thing i'm telling you so yes please go on with your example and the conversation was about obviously uh relationships and marriage right and uh the old lady just said something along the lines of and i'm literally i'm I'm that uh fly on the wall in this conversation as they are talking so i'm on i'm on the side listening in and um the other lady says you know what uh it's quite hard for Young men these days to find good, good women to marry because women nowadays are not very tolerant, right? And <laughs> without missing a step, right? Oh, not a beat. Girl, not even a single beat. The young girl jumps in is like, it's not that, right? What it is is that it's just that people nowadays uh, feel like they, they do have options and they don't have to take nonsense from somebody else. That's the answer you get, right? So yep. it's like, oh, you know, people, people, do, people don't have to stick around in a relationship just because they have to make it work. Just because they have to make it work, they don't have to stick around. And the other person is mistreating them in one way or another, or either physical or emotional abuse. They don't have to stick around. You know, and I was listening in and I was like, uh, I don't know if I should be chiming in into this conversation. Uh, and I did not. 
Okay, I want you to chime in now. How do you feel about it? I'm going to be uh, diplomatic. I'm going to say both. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. I'm going to say, I'm going to say both. I'm going to yes. say both as well. Yeah. And the reason for my end is that because of how things are these days, definitely uh, some people are definitely have, are merited in their choice to actually not take nonsense from people because there are people who actually really try. You yes. know what I mean? Yeah. They really try. The abuse doesn't stop, even if they have communicated this over mm-hmm. and over again, right? And if you have done all of that and these things are still going on, and then at the end of the day, what do you do? Because I know back then they would say that, you know, for the sanctity of the marriage uh, or for the children or whatever it is, you guys have to stay together. And it, the onus was always put or most put on the women to actually make the marriage work. Because if the marriage didn't work back then, it was the failure on the woman's part mostly. Yeah, you couldn't keep your husband. Correct. It sounds right. worse when you say it in an African dialect, by the way. <laughs> like, so bad. So, yeah, but, but I mean, do, do you understand? I don't know, maybe, maybe it was because of the pressure. That's why they were staying. Maybe they did want to leave. Maybe they just didn't have the other avenue. You think? Yes, but they, also when, you know, you, you're like, you've tried all of this and then, then it's time for you to go and decide, hey, I did all I could. But is there a measuring stick of what enough is enough is because you know we're very different people your level of tolerance and your level of patience is not the same as mine and my level of mental like some people's mental i want to i don't know if i should say fragility or mental tolerance as well the ability to take in so much from life it is different. Yes. Your load, you cannot fit into my shoes, Lewis, and you cannot yes. fit into your your parents' shoes. We we Correct. are all different sizes. We're that diverse. So when mm-hmm. is enough enough? That is oh, the question. No, it, no, no, it's it's true. I mean, <laughs> then you get into the realm of like, because you've already spoken on the fact that different people's enough is different, right? You've already mentioned that. Even just before you ask that question, you qualify this by saying that everybody's shoe size is different in terms of tolerance, in terms of mental fortitude and everything, mm-hmm. right? So, and to answer the question of like tolerance and to answer the question of what I just overheard today in conversation when these two ladies were having this conversation, is that, but I think, right? And I haven't pulled out any data for this, but I think that back then the issue would have been, you think if somebody had options, would they have stayed, right? That's what I'm thinking. And it was also a little bit frowned upon for people to actually uh, get out of a marriage setting, right? So uh, there were a lot of like societal factors and also like option factors that were involved in actually keeping a family whereby you see people who could have been. So I'm not saying that love wasn't there because sometimes you'd be like, oh, so yeah, are you just saying this is uh, love wasn't involved? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that like there were other things as well. The society was different 
uh, there was more pressures for people to be together than to be apart. And that to me is not necessarily a bad thing, right? It kind of yeah. helped forge, it kind of helped forge like families with people who uh, had their parents together, et cetera. But we are talking about block and block. Uh, yeah, we so, don't have to veer too far from yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. And I guess this, the social relationship status is like the social spectrum is more relatable and it's a more live example. But this goes hand in hand with any sort of other toxicity that we are supposed to, that we need to know that is in our Be control. Away. Be it mm-hmm. at work, somebody demeaning you, somebody undermining you. Yes. There's got to be a way where it can be freely communicated and you for you to feel safe in a manner that you are able to communicate it. And if you feel this is not something it's been going, you know, some people actually stay in toxic work environments because of yeah. they need the job. So yes. things like that happen, but at the end of the day, we still got have to remember that it's still something that is within our control. Yeah. And a good evaluator of whether or not it can, like you're blocking something, does it stand a chance for it to be unblocked in the future? Or are you going to revisit it? Maybe steps are like, you can remind yourself why you did it. Mm-hmm. Why did you block mm-hmm. this situation? Why did you block this person? And yeah. You should you shouldn't feel the need to unblock this behavior mm-hmm. or make a change to this habit unless you really feel you truly yes. feel that you need to. And I know it's very it's relatable when it comes to people and whatnot. But again, like circling back to the conversation between the two people, the reason I said both is true. No, people's patience nowadays isn't as it used to be because you know how we depend on the lessons we learn from life to sharpen us, to make us stronger, to Mm -hmm. make our resilience stronger, to sharpen our Mm -hmm. patience. It's like moving around to the biblical sense and what God says. And, you know, when you ask God for something, sometimes Mm -hmm. he makes you wait for a reason. Yeah. But the reason we struggle so much is because we are just always in a hurry. Yep. That's when patience comes in. And that's when I'm like, it is good to be patient. But of course, Mm -hmm. when it comes to toxic issues like physical abuse, you hit me once and I'm gone. I can choose to go. (laughs) But another version of me can say, you know what? I'll speak to him. He will learn his lesson. I'm going to stay. Yes. But. I think it becomes difficult when you're dealing with close family members, by the way, be it sisters, your own parents, like Mm -hmm. how, and people are just, it becomes very shaky lane to move through because the communication, but some people are very abrupt, like, you know what, this person is very toxic. How are you going to cancel your own father for me? I mean, it's, it's, (laughs) I like, Okay, stop, stop. I, <laughs> no, I, right. I mean, no, it's fine. I mean, I know we have very different parents and it's fine. But like this topic is just so deep. Suddenly, let's do this for now. Mm-hmm. So what can you allow in your life and what can you block in your life? All right. 
Okay, I'm so going to ask you. Just uh, probably like uh, some quick thoughts for myself. Uh, there are times where if I feel like I know, not if I feel, so you, you, you'll be in a group setting with people and you, you'll be talking to them and they start giving you advice about things you already know, right? Yeah. And it's not necessarily something that you have actioned, but mentally you know, right? Yes. And the people who are trying to give you this advice are people who have done these things. So they know these things work. I usually tend to check out from conversations like that because I'm like, I already know this, mm-hmm. right? But it's usually, uh, I think one of my, one of the guys I listen to says, you know, whenever you're having a conversation with someone, you know, you always have to listen, like they have something to teach you. So even if you, you think you know something, maybe it might be worth your while to lend an ear. So I need probably to, unblock my much no attitude when I feel like I know something, mm. right? I think that that kind of applies to a, a few people. I think I've had conversations with other people as well. Like I've observed this in other people and I've observed this about me as well. Right? I guess I can relate to that. And I don't know if I'm going to sit here and tell you I'm going to change that. Right. Because my mind... It's like, you know how you speak to yourself and you've learned this certain lesson and you know when you consciously know that you are working on whatever you're trying to fix about yourself. Yes. It does yes. not help me when I'm hearing a broken record. My mind <laughs> gives me enough hell as it is. So if I feel like checking out of a conversation, I will. Right. I really will because that's where healthy block, what is healthy blocking? So I can relate, but I'm not going to sit here and promise you that I'm going to fix everything about that. Anyway, so we're going to spend a minute. I'm going to read something out and you're going to tell me block or unblock. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Fixed on one path. Being fixed on one path. Uh, Block. Block it. You you should be open to all paths. Solely... Focused on destination. Oof, uh, definitely block. Uh, I, I don't like that idea. It, it might hurt. See life as a journey. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I don't like that idea of just destination thinking. This ends justifying mean attitude doesn't work for me. Yeah. Moving yeah. forward. Unblock. Unblock? Yes. Experiencing feelings. <laughs> I'm blocked. Yeah, I know why you're laughing, but we're not going to tell everybody I mean, why. I mean, it's, it's definitely blocked, but it's definitely blocked right now, but I'm blocked. Yes, because the opposite is what you do. Thank you. Uh, yes. That's enough for the audience. And then I would say free will and personal accountability. I'm blocked for sure. Yeah. External yes. journey. I'm blocked. Resisting what is. Block. I've tried that. Doesn't work. <laughs> Wait, you said you said external journey is unblock. Uh, you said experiencing an external journey, right? Yes. No? I said unblock that, right? I, I, I don't. I don't mind an external journey. So I guess I, about, I, you know the I opposite. So what? What are you for? Are you for internal journeys or external journeys? 
maybe I didn't understand that block and block situation. Um, uh, if that is what you are asking, then yes. no block. <laughs> then no block. Block external journey. Great. Let's see. Destructive choices. <laughs> if that wasn't obvious enough. Yeah, block for sure. Block. Last one. Mm. Being. Just being. Okay, I'm going to say I'm block. Yeah? Yes. I don't know how to just be. That's like the opposite is just doing, like just doing stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I am more doing. I, I don't know how to be. So maybe I would like to unblock that. Mm. Well, okay. So yeah. this has been so an insightful session. I wonder if we can expand on it somehow because some of the things we're touching on are very, should we call it controversial or they just need too deep for a brief yeah, conversation? I, I would say too deep. And I would also be more on the courageous side and say I, we should be able to actually have this conversation. I mean, the reason why we we do this is so that we have these kind of conversations, whether they be tough, whether they be a little bit touchy, right? We should mm -hmm. be able to get into it and have that conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. Great. So guys, let us know how you feel about our chat today. If you'd like us to expand on it and talk about it some more, because I we feel like it deserves a part two. We will catch you on our next episode. And from Lewis. Yeah. yeah. See you next time. All right. Bye, guys. So, ladies and gents, we hope you enjoyed our conversation today. And remember, the more we understand each other, the more empathetic we become. So follow us and subscribe to Slow Wisdom on Jamit. And get a new episode every Wednesday and more content during the week. Until then, keep seeking slow wisdom in this fast-paced world. Oh, don't go, don't go. Wait, just wait. Wait, um, please also let them know they can get us coffee. And please don't forget to rate us on whatever podcast you're listening to this episode.